The formation would have made for an imposing sight, like a condemned prisoner being escorted without any hope of escape, had the reluctant man in the centre not merely been so bemused. Jean rolled his eyes at that, a short sigh escaping him as he allowed his team to force him along. You know, he said, you don't have to treat this so seriously, it's only a few small burns. Then you won't mind us having them checked out, Blake said from behind. I'm just saying that it's a waste of time. Why don't we say we did and don't? Then go chill out in the room or something. Shut up. Weiss ordered. The sheer chill on her snap making him blink. You're injured. She went on. And we're not just going to ignore that. If you won't look after yourself, then we'll do it for you. Now move. She followed the command with a firm but gentle shove. Jean moved forward, though he hardly had a choice. Why was she so upset? It wasn't like anyone had been really hurt. He'd suffered worse in this life alone. He looked towards Yang for an answer, but received only a stern look from the girl. No help there. What was with them all? It was just a few burns, after all. Little more than a singe. Blake's nose crinkled in distaste, and a glare from her made clear he got no help from that corner either. Kitsune was at her desk when they entered the infirmary. Her ears perked up at the noise and she turned with a bored expression, which slipped away when she saw him. Weiss bristled at the intrigued smile on the woman's face, but Jean knew better. It wasn't him she was happy to see, but rather the burns across his arms. Oh my, she said, and the quality of her voice made Weiss roll her eyes. Whatever has happened here? Shouldn't you tell me? He drawled. You're the doctor. She pinched his arm. Hard. He managed to avoid wincing, but it was a close call and his eyes filled with pain tears. That had been his badly burned arm and the sensation was nothing short of agony. He didn't fail to notice her tail swish happily behind her. He was injured in class, Wise explained. There was a... an accident. He took a blast of fire dust head on. Miss Goodwitch told us to bring him here. Left unsaid was that she'd obviously not trusted him to come alone, but the doctor seemed more interested in his injuries than the explanation of how he gained them. He just wished her interest was more of a professional nature. Hmm. Suner poked at his skin, eyes flickering up occasionally to gauge his reaction. Oh yes. This certainly looks painful. So very painful. She coughed when she noticed everyone staring at her. Well, the burns look bad for the most part, but I wouldn't call them overly serious. His aura seems to have prevented much of the initial damage, otherwise you'd be looking much worse than this. It flared up at the last second. He could remember that. He wouldn't call it lucky, however if only because it was supposed to be active constantly. It's been letting me down lately. I'm still no closer to understanding why. But now I have to ask why it helped me this time, and not the others. It couldn't be who he was against, because it had faltered when he fought the twins and they were enemies. It just didn't make sense. Am I free to go then? Weiss growled from beside him, but it was the doctor shaking her head which made him sigh. Even if the damage is light, you'll still need to be treated for it. 
I have some salve and cream that can be rubbed into them to encourage healing. And it would be best if he remained here tonight in case anything goes wrong. Why does he have to stay here? Weiss asked. There was a certain quality to her tone. A strange reluctance he hadn't expected to hear considering her recent response to his own desire to leave. You said there isn't any damage. Surely you can take the cream and use it at our dorm. Hmm. The eternal damage is light, Sunair explained. But as ever with fire, there's a chance it might have affected his respiratory system. It might not have, but if he does have trouble breathing, I'd prefer he be here where I can treat him. The Faunus's brown eyes narrowed playfully. Is that what you wish to hear, Mishni? Or was there another reason for you to doubt my intentions? I suspect you'd have more trouble breathing if he stayed. Why snapped, for more frustrated tone. It took him a few moments to realize that it was probably aimed at him, not at Sunair. As Sunair chuckle reminded him why. Ah, yes. Wise probably thought he'd try to do something with her if he stayed the night again. As if anyone did more to Sunair than she did to them. While I appreciate your concern for my professionalism, the doctor began, seemingly amused at Weiss's indulgent look. I would have you know that I do prefer my men still breathing, not to mention a little less well done. I, I have no idea what you mean, Weiss claimed. Oh, I think you do. He stepped between the two before the situation could get any worse. Kitsune loved to play with people like that, and Weiss was probably the worst person to do it with. That's fine, he said. I'll stay here if you give me the cream. I'll put it on myself. Show me your hands. His hands? Jean blinked in surprise but held them out for her regardless. That proved to be a mistake a second later, when the woman roughly slapped her own against them. He cried out and cradled them back against his chest. What the hell was that for? There you go. She said, as though the pain explained everything. Your hands are as burned as your arms. Using them to apply the cream would just lead to further damage. Some of it could become permanent nerve damage. If that was the case, she seemed incredibly unrepentant of hitting them. Devest yourself of your shirt. I'll apply the cream myself. That really won't be necessary. Aww. Are you shy, Mr. Ark? She smirked. How curious. It's nothing I haven't seen before. She looked pointedly down towards his lower half, or felt. Shy? No. Scared? Yes. Jean was more than aware of his reputation, but he also knew exactly who it was he was dealing with, and the idea of her rubbing cream onto his injuries wasn't a particularly inspiring one. Oops, I used my nails. Silly me. Oh dear. Now you're bleeding too. Let me stitch that up. Anesthesia? Why would we need that when I have perfectly good needle and thread? He lived over a thousand years, sure, but that didn't mean he could ignore pain entirely. Perhaps it would be best if we took care of him, Wise suggested, much to his relief. We are his team, and you must be terribly busy. We wouldn't want to impose, she said even as she began to turn him around. Blake and Yang stayed at either side, 
and what had once been a prisoner escort into the infirmary was now a perfect extraction formation from the same. By the sound of Sunday's chuckles, she noticed that too. How can I argue with that? She said. Very well. If you wish to be touchy-feely with your teammate, who am I to object? Let me fetch the salve. He heaved a sigh of relief as she stepped away. Awkward as he could imagine it being, at least he could trust the girls not to drag their nails against his burned flesh or squeeze his tortured skin or some other horrible thing. Well, not unless they wanted to do it themselves the next time he pissed them off. Thanks for the save, Weiss. <laughs> what save? Yang laughed. She's just worried you'd bang the doctor again. Really, Weiss? He sighed, ignoring the bead of sweat that ran down his head when his partner shot Yang an annoyed glare. I know I have a reputation, but I think second-degree burns would be a turn-off for anyone. You'd be surprised. Blake murmured. At the same time, Weiss growled. I wouldn't put it past you. Weiss shot Blake a glare, but not as severe as the warning look she shot Yang as the blonde leaned in close. Don't sell yourself short, daddy. Yang stage whispered with a laugh in her eye. Some people find scars attractive, don't you think? Shut up, you. Weiss warned, before turning away from him when the doctor came back. I have two options, the fox fauna said of a smile. Both will achieve the same benefits, but this one is particularly good for healthy and beautiful skin. How so? Yang asked. It contains microbeads and other exfoliating agents. On his burned skin? We'll take the other one. He quickly called out. Sunair's tail seemed to drop. Oh, are you sure? As a doctor, I think I would prescribe the other. Weiss sighed and stepped forward, but to his relief swiped the one the doctor seemed reluctant to give. Thank you, the heiress said. We'll see to our teammate now, so don't worry. I could help. Thank you, Miss Kutsunair, Weiss said, before closing the curtain around his bed. You know, she is a teacher. Blake reminded in an amused tone. I'm surprised you'd question her judgement like that. Well, I'm surprised she'd sleep with a student, so I think a little doubt is warranted. Weiss counted, before crossing her arms and glaring at Jean. Let's get this over with. Jean, strip. Oh, Weiss. Not in a million repeats could he pass that one up. Why Weiss? I'd never thought you'd ask. Jean teased, even as he turned away from them to start raising his shirt over the back while still covering his chest and stomach. Something, probably the tube, instantly hit him near the spine. Are you sure you want to set this sort of example in front of our kids? Something else, probably the heel of a shoe. If the sensation of a stiletto was any clue, hit him in the back too. It at least had the mercy to strike somewhere other than the burn and made him bend over at the same time. You think that's how they are in the bedroom? Yang totally failed to whisper to Blake. She caught the top of a salve on the side of her head as a reward, this time tossed by him. The blonde laughed and she unscrewed the top and ran her finger in it. Ugh, cold. Cold is fine with me. Jean laughed as he pulled his shirt over his head and held it against his chest and stomach. His skin prickled and tingled in the cool air, 
but there was still a terrifying sense of burning there, of a flame that wouldn't go out. The cold lotion would be a godsend if it got rid of that. Blake and Yang took some onto their hands and rubbed them together, as did Weiss. It wasn't until they all paused, hands a few inches away from his body and faces hesitant, that the atmosphere and reality came crushing back. <clears throat> well, he coughed. This is... Awkward. Awkward was one way of putting it. Weiss fought as she looked down at her hands and then at her topless partner. There wasn't anything sexual about it, really. As uncomfortable bile threatened to come up her throat. The parts of his arms that weren't charred were pink, with blisters up to his shoulders, and even some red splashed out towards his neck. Aura was already helping in some respects, but she doubted even the most desperate woman in Beacon would have wanted to touch him in his current state. He's hurt, she thought. Because of me. A quick glance at Blake and Yang told her they were staring with the same horror as she. At least neither of them were looking at her with blame in their eyes. Small mercy, that. Would it help if I closed my eyes? Jean asked. We could dim the lights. He offered as well. Th that won't be necessary. Weiss denied, gathering her resolve and taking the plunge. She carefully placed her hand on his shoulder, fingertips brushing against the worst of what she saw. Jean hissed, shoulder blades clenching. And just like that, her hand recoiled. Are you alright? She began immediately. Did I? Jean hissed again, but this time letting air out as he shook his head. You're fine. It's just cold. His muscles slackened as he deliberately relaxed them. It's not bad. Just surprised me. Taking his relaxation as consent, she lowered her hand again, gently, of course, and feather brushing it more across his skin. This time Jean didn't flinch, and so she began to apply the ointment in earnest. How is it? Weiss eventually asked after the first bit was applied. How does it feel? Still a bit cold, Jean said, but not bad. It's cool. He shrugged his shoulder experimentally, but soon relaxed again. It feels good though, less painful. He sounded more relaxed. That seemed to give Blake and Yang more confidence. With a nod, Weiss dabbed a little more white cream on her fingers, and all together, the three of them leaned forward to apply it. Soon enough, Blake took his right arm, Yang to his left, leaving his broad shoulders for Weiss. Jean let out sighs of pure relief as they continued, and it gave them more confidence that they were on the right track. Weiss was forced to shake her head as she brought out some more cream and rubbed softly against his skin. How could he remain quiet with this much damage? She had no idea. He'd been wearing his coat and shirt before, sure, and she'd need to have those replaced. But they worked to hide much of the damage. Some of that char from before wasn't burned skin, but cloth burned to the skin. She had just assumed from his ability to chat and make excuses that the injuries were minor. But looking at it, how could he just ignore all this pain? How could he ignore what, who, had caused it? That fact had made her muscles clench, though she made sure not to grip her injured partner's skin and hurt him. 
she would have been crying out in pain. Or worse, if he hadn't stepped in. Instead, fury burned behind her eyes, and for once, it was an anger radiated entirely inwards. Um, Weiss? Is something wrong? Jeanne asked, still looking away impatiently awaiting her. You stop. She wiped her guilt away quickly, before Blake or Yang could shoot her more than a questioning glare. She was already shaking her head as she went back to applying the salve to his back. She was glad she didn't have to meet his eyes. Nothing. I just want to make sure it's applied properly. Does... Does it hurt? Not at all. Jean denied. Say what you will about Sune, and there's a lot to say, but she does know her medicine. That wasn't what I meant. Weiss whispered. I meant the burns. She could almost hear the grin in his tone. Not anymore. I'm feeling better already. Not anymore. That meant it had before. And better didn't mean it was all gone or that he didn't feel it. Just that he accepted it. There was something disgusting about that statement. Something that made her grit her teeth and fight to resist saying anything. He shouldn't have to accept it. He wouldn't had to. If it wasn't for her stupid mistake. They worked in muted conversation for the next ten minutes. Though Weiss remained silent throughout it. Yang teased him inconsistently about receiving a message from his daughters. Saying something she'd apparently done once or twice for her father after his missions and as a way to earn some extra pocket money. The thought brought back memories of her own father, who she also knew received messages to handle his stress. He never asked her or Winter, however. He had a team of personal masseuses and wouldn't waste his time with them. After she was finished with Jean's arm and began to work on his shoulder, that she noticed the way he clenched his coat and shirt to his chest. Her eyes narrowed. Was that some discoloration she could see? She reached out to grip the bundle of cloth, but he held it firm. Let go, she said, drawing the attention of the other two. Only my arms and shoulders got burned, Jean protested, continuing to hold on to his appeal. She might have believed him shy if she didn't know any better. He stood before them naked from the waist down once and didn't even bat an eyelid. He was hiding something. She knew it. Don't take me for an idiot. She snapped and fought for the cloth, forcing it aside. I'm not going to let you sit there with more injuries because you won't. The coat slipped from his hands, and Weiss gasped. I told you it wasn't a burn. Jean said, but it didn't sound like a taunt as he pulled his right arm free of Blake in order to cover the grisly marks on his stomach from view. Weiss gently pulled them away, and despite some initial resistance, Jean let her. He wouldn't look her in the eye though, though honestly that barely mattered. Her eyes lay transfixed on the scars that crisscrossed her partner's stomach. They cut a horizontal path across his stomach, and the raised flesh clashed in bright pinks mixed with white. It looked like someone had taken a meat grinder to his stomach. She ruthlessly smothered the first ting of sympathy. The scar put her own to shame. Is that from a Beowulf? Blake asked, reminding them of her presence. Weiss's eyes snapped up as she caught her teammate's meaning a second later. The Beowulf that had tried to kill his mother, 
She remembered the story now. She let go of his arms, but this time didn't bother to cover the damage. She couldn't take her eyes off it. My eyes are up here, Weiss. Alright, maybe she could. If only just for a second. I can't imagine what that must have felt like. Blake sighed. I heard the story, but seeing them is a different matter entirely. They are... a lot larger than I expected. I'm used to them, he said. I just... I didn't think you'd want to see them. He gave Yang a shrug. Not everyone's into scars, you know. Some people find them disturbing. That was... the notion was foolish. Incredibly so. And not just because of the endless line of paramours he had to prove otherwise. Were they being held to a lower standard? They weren't shallow children to put off like that. And how dare he act like he could make allowances for them. He shouldn't have felt upset about his body. Not like this. Anyone who thinks that way is a simpleton. And you have my permission to ignore them. Jean twisted his neck in an attempt to see her but she made it easy as she walked directly in front of him and knelt down. He made to pull the coat back to hide them, but she caught his wrist. Don't. She said, but there was nothing hard in how she said it. We should rub some cream on it, just in case. You don't know if the layer beneath your skin has been burned. <laughs> I don't think it works like that. Jean tried to say with a laugh. Besides... You don't have to. I can just put some cream on it later if I feel like it. It's not important. Shut up. She said bluntly, even as she took a large amount of cream onto her hand and rubbed them together. Just lean back and let me get this over with. She looked at the girls on either side of him. Restrain him if he tries to resist. They promptly grabbed his arms and held them high, forcing him to expose his chest. But I didn't do anything yet. Jean protested. Shush, daddy, Yang said, though she didn't let it go. Honestly, I thought Blake was supposed to be the baby of the family. Excuse me? Blake asked. She didn't let it go, however, even as the two girls began to bicker over his head. Weiss ignored them, and more importantly, didn't give himself the time to hesitate. She pressed the palms of her hand against his scarred stomach, and started to slowly work the salve into what little burns he had there. It's bumpy and rough, but doesn't feel too terrible. Above her head, Blake and Yang seemed to be lost in their scabble. You don't have to, you know. Jean offered in a whisper that nonetheless startled her. I can do this myself. Shut up, she said again, still not looking at him as she continued to feel the blemish. His mother had said he took the damage protecting her, back when he didn't have aura. She couldn't even begin to imagine what that must have felt like. And judging from the size of these wounds, the monster had as good as carved his insides out. Some of them even stretched around his side. Her fingers tightened into fists against his chest as she needled the cream in a bit harder than she needed to. Are they making you uncomfortable? She glanced up to meet his eyes confused. Are they what? My scars. He said, not judgmental and simply stating a matter of fact. If they bother you, 
then you don't need to do this. Don't be an idiot. She sighed, before sighing again. And don't make me a hypocrite either. If scars bothered me, I wouldn't be able to look in the mirror. With her eyes still locked onto his, she reached down to rub her finger along the line of the most jagged ones. His skin was coarse beneath her fingertips, rough and uneven. <laughs> Mine are a bit bigger than yours. He tried to make her laugh. Size matters, or so I'm regularly told. Some would disagree. Yours can be hidden, while mine are forever on display. She shrugged one shoulder, even as Blake seemed to choke on a hairball somewhere above her. Some have even said I'm marred. Some people are idiots. Jean mirrored her words from earlier with a little smile. You have my permission to ignore them. If I don't stab them first, that is. She knew that. Did he take her for a fool? Even so, she couldn't help the hint of a smile on her lips as she shook her head and focused on his injuries once more. She wouldn't ever allow the opinion of shallow fools to influence how she lived her life, and her scar was a symbol of her determination to live the life she chose. The fact he so immediately defended her. You got this protecting your mother, didn't you? There was a pause, silence above them. She didn't need to check to know the girls were looking down on them. Jean sighed. <sighs> I take it my mum told you all? She might have. Tell me. She didn't tell you to try and guilt me about it. If so, it won't work. I came out alive. So there's no need to worry about it. And nothing I regret. Don't even try. I wasn't going to. Weiss denied. It would be pointless to say anything about it. You didn't have aura at the time. Also, I heard. You did the best you could with what you had. Jean hummed with a smile, maybe even surprised to avoid a disagreement. <laughs> you know, he chuckled. You're one of the first to say that. Everyone else calls me an idiot. My family especially. Oh, make no mistake. You're still an idiot. She said secretly amused when his face fell. But it's idiocy I can understand. There's sneezing on a bottle of dust, idiotic, and then there's risking your life to save your mother, idiotic. She said, ignoring a slight hey from above her. One of those is more forgiving than the other. Of course, Ruby had apologized for that incident, and so Weiss had forgiven her. Perhaps not at the time, but, well, she'd been a bit more arrogant back then. Either way, she continued, I won't fault you for this. Both of you survive, so history will remember your choice as the correct one. Thanks for understanding. Jean sighed. I know they were only mad because they were worried, but they seemed to forget I was worried too. I couldn't let my mother die. She wished she could say it was understandable. A mother's love was a powerful thing, or so she heard. Deep inside, she wished she could remember experiencing it herself, back before that love had been drowned in alcohol. They say people do crazy things for those they love. She shrugged. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. He laughed, as though she'd said something funny. I'll jump into an inferno for her. 
At least I could die happy if she was safe. Weiss's throat tightened. Too soon, Jean. Yang whispered from above. Too soon. Huh? Jean began, starting to look up before he saw Blake's gaze. What are you- Oh. Oh, oh, oh. He looks back down. Sorry, Weiss. She took a few deep breaths to calm her nerves and found her eyes fixed onto a different scar. It was higher than the others, thinner too, caused not by a claw but a weapon. What caused this? She didn't think he'd been injured recently. It looked like a cut from a thrusting weapon of some kind, the sort of body. Short any rapier wielder would aim for, the same she tried to hit that white fang person with. A crazy, foolish idea shot through her head but she dismissed it just as quickly. Jean had been a beacon, and besides, that man Silver had no aura, while Jean clearly did to take a dust blast like that and remain on his feet. I can't leap to such silly conclusions. Maybe this was a training accident from around the time of the Beowulf. Maybe it was something else. Something more recent. She suddenly realized once more how little she knew of her partner's life. He knew swordplay, so he had to have been training back then. I should ask him when he's back on his feet. It's unforgivable to not know more about him. I... I want to know more. Weiss? I think that's about it. Unless you want to use up the rest of the ointment the first time though. Yang spoke up, breaking Weiss from her thoughts. I mean, unless you want to spend the rest of the night rubbing cream onto Jean's chest. In which case, we can leave if you want to get some privacy. Blake snorted, and even Jean seemed to laugh at the tease, even if he wisely tried to hide it. Therefore, Weiss wouldn't respond as Yang wanted her to. She sighed and stepped back, took a nearby towel and wiped her hands on them, both to get rid of the sticky sensation of the cream, but also the memory of his scars. As always, your sense of humour leaves much to be desired. We should hold a charity collection to send you for some comedy lessons. Hey, people laugh at me all the time. Yang protested, only to cough and quickly add, <clears throat> With me. They laugh with me. Keep telling yourself that, Yang. Blake suggested. Don't worry, Yang. Jean said loyally, I laugh at you. Thanks, I- Hey. Weiss ignored their laughter looking at her partner with a mixed expression on her face. Jean, will you be okay for the night? Jean stopped his kidding with Yang to look at her instead. He looked a bit confused. Huh? Yeah, sure. I'll be fine. As he turned back to Blake and Yang, she allowed her eyes to roam over his chest, not only to make sure of that fact that they'd completely applied the ointment, but also to memorize what his scars looked like. If they bothered him, she didn't ever want to show surprise at them again. They were a part of him, and one that she would accept without flinching. Blake and Yang nodded and said their own well wishes as they slipped by him and passed the curtain. She waited for them to leave, so that the two of them were briefly alone. When she was sure they were, she stepped forward and touched her fingers to his chest, drawing his eyes up towards hers. They stayed there for a moment. Thank you. She eventually said. For what? 
His confusion annoyed her more than she wanted to admit. He didn't even do it on purpose, but rather looked generally surprised that she would have any reason to show gratitude. Was she really that... For protecting me. She said, focusing on the gratitude and everything else instead. You were low on aura from your fight with Pyrrha, weren't you? She asked needlessly. When you jumped in front of that attack, you didn't know how strong it would be. You did so anyway. Thank you for risking your life to protect me. Jean gave her that insufferable smile. Oh, that? Don't worry about it, Weiss. It was nothing. It was not nothing. She startled herself with that. Even if he was the one who went silent, even if it was his eyes that went wide as her finger curled and her knuckles pressed against his neck, his trachea, hard enough to be felt, hard enough to hurt even, he needed to pay attention. It was not nothing. She repeated, emphasizing each word, her mind trying to figure out what she was trying to say. You are not nothing. What you did was not nothing. And I... I... She paused, trying to put what was on the tip of her mind onto words. I'd like to think I am not nothing to you either. He said nothing. Jean-Arc, buffoon of a thousand jests and always a joking word, watched her speechlessly. It wasn't as good a feeling as she once hoped, it left her feeling the fool instead, waiting for him to fill the expectant silence. He didn't. Weiss composed herself, closing her eyes and taking a deep breath. When she opened them, the moment, whatever that silence could be called, had passed. Thank you for being there for me, Jean. I hope you get your rest. Good night and I will see you tomorrow. She left without looking back.